Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my dear listeners, wherever you are and whatever time you may be listening to this podcast, I will always be your favorite talk buddy, Morian Antiporta, and I am thrilled to spend three whole podcast episodes with you. Are you ready? Because I am. Once again, welcome to the first episode of my new podcast series entitled Dialogue for Peace where Faith Creates Harmony, in which I will be joined by several invited guests who represent the different indigenous sects of our country, the Philippines. By now, I'm pretty sure that we're all excited to get started, but I would like to give a little background story first. I have been taking up my introduction to world religions and belief system classes. For the current semester, and one of my main takeaways is that religion is actually for not war and conflicts, rather it is a source of an agent of peace. And so, given my platform as a podcast creator, I decided to make use of this in order to create interreligious dialogue. And that journey starts today. For this podcast series, I will allot three episodes for each indigenous text that we'll be conversing with. And for the pilot episode, I will be joined by Joyce Aguilar, one of the representatives of Iglesia Ni Cristo. Hello, Joyce! Hi! How are you doing? It's a pleasure to be invited by you. Hello! Welcome to my podcast. I'm good. Thank you for joining me here today. Of course! Actually, when you reached out to me, I did not hesitate saying yes. This is just a great opportunity and it's very instrumental when it comes to initiating interreligious dialogue. Yes, and that you have brought it up, let us start, shall we? Okay! So, before anything else, please give us a little background about INC or Iglesia Ni Cristo. Sure! Well, Iglesia Ni Cristo is one of the prevalent religions here in the Philippines. It is one of the non-Trinitarian denominations of Christianity, founded and registered by Felix Y. Manalo back in 1914. Oh, okay. Thank you for that, Joyce. Now, I really want to make this conversation all unfeeling because I think that's one of my charms as a podcast creator. Don't you agree? Yeah, I could see that. Right? So I want to ask, as a speaker in behalf of Iglesia Ni Cristo, What's your stand on the chaos that is distorting our peace, such as the growing crimes and problems that our country and even the global community is suffering from today? Well, I want to start my answer for that by letting you imagine. Paint this picture inside your head. People are committing crimes, hurting one another, exploiting the poor, gratifying oneself, and prioritizing pleasure over what is morally correct. See, that is what's happening right now, and as a matter of fact, this is similar to what we can read in this specific Bible passage in Isaiah chapter 22, verse 13 that says, Instead, you laughed and celebrated, you killed sheep and cattle to eat, and you drank wine. You said, we might as well eat and drink, tomorrow we'll be dead. Whoa, there's a lot to ponder on from that passage. Truly, Marianne, now let's try to dissect it. The people in the passage think that they can do all of these things, even the wrong ones, because they have not realized the value of life, how it should be lived, and what we are aiming for as we spend each day of our lifetime here on earth. In fact, 
Currently, there is an existing concept referred to as YOLO, which stands for You Only Live Once. This drives people to think that it's just fine to spend their lives doing anything they want, even though it may hurt others or cause chaos. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and that's why I think that the chaos we are facing right now is because there are those who do not know and have not lived out yet the ultimate value of life. Uh-huh. And what is this ultimate value of life? The ultimate value of life is that it serves as a means to salvation and eternal life. You might be wondering why. This is because it is in life that we can learn God's ways where we can live our lives guided by them and therefore make ourselves worthy of the eternal one that we will spend with him in his kingdom. That just gave me goosebumps. Anyways, I totally understand and agree with you. And all of these just mean that this temporary life must be lived as a life of purity, love, and goodness so that it may lead to us an eternal one with God. Way to go, Marian! What you just said can actually be supported by this Bible passage found in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 9, which states that young people, enjoy your youth, be happy while you are still young, do what you want to do and follow your heart's desire, but remember that God is going to judge you for whatever you do. As we can see, the passage reminds all of us that life must be cherished and lived out to the fullest, but must also be in accordance to the will of God. I actually feel really hyped up with all of these meaningful topics we have been talking about so far, Joyce. These made me realize that Iglesia Ni Cristo indeed has enabled people to live their lives accordingly. This made me wonder, in a more specific perspective, how is one able to relate himself or herself to the things that he or she gets to live with every day, such as oneself, family, society, and nature? Well, first of all, in the faith of Iglesia Ni Cristo, one can relate to his or her self by truly knowing his or her origin. This is because human beings are created in the image and likeness of God, just like Christ. It is stated in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, that then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish in the sea, and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Oh, so that means that human beings hold the image of God and are given the authority to be his stewards? Correct, Marian. And when we know this origin of us, we relate to ourselves in a deeper and more significant level because we know where we came from, who we are, and what is our role in this world. Thus, when we try to connect with ourselves, we develop this deeper sense of interiority as we know who we are and what our mission is. That's beautiful, Joyce. Yeah, totally. And um, what was your other question again? How is one able to relate to one's family? Oh, yes, family. Well, before anything else, in Iglesia Ni Cristo, we value family as the foundational institution of society. Thus, when it comes to our family, each one must relate to one another in a way that love and faith are fostered and strengthened. 
especially for parents. In the Christian faith, they have the primary responsibility and God-given authority to teach their children. And through relating to our family in this manner, we enable ourselves to strengthen the foundation of society, which is family, of course. Wow, speaking of society, how about in relating to it? In terms of relation to society, we are guided in relating to others by the last five commandments of the Ten Commandments. These are, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, and you shall not covet. In simpler terms, we must respect and not inflict pain or hurt in relating to others. Well, that actually serves as a reminder to all of us that whoever you are and what religion you might be affiliated with, respect and moral uprightness must still be applied when we interact with others in the society. Lastly, how about in relating to nature, Joyce? Well, as a denomination of Christianity, in INC, we emphasize our ecological responsibilities as God's stewards on earth. Therefore, we relate to nature by taking care of it, putting into mind that our actions are intended to sustain and nurture the animals, the trees, and the environment as a whole, as supported by Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, which we read earlier. Right? No matter what our religion is, it is our moral responsibility to take good care of our environment. Whoa, did we just tackle several topics there? I gained a lot more today from what I expected before we started. Me too! I'm happy that I got to share meaningful reflections today. Well, I think that wraps it up. We just marked the end of this episode. Thank you so much for being here, Joyce. And for all those who are listening, stay tuned for episode 2 and 3 because we got a lot more for you in Dialogue for Peace, where faith creates harmony. See you around!